What do you do when you're facing challenges to remember that God is all there is? How do you apply spiritual principle in the real world? What are your daily spiritual practices? These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit. So glad you joined us today. My name is Tracy, and Leslie will be joining us in just a minute. And every week we get together to say yes to spirit. And as we do that, we encourage you to say yes to spirit as well. What we know is absolutely true is that even when we have a commitment to living our lives with the guidance of God, that sometimes we just get busy and we forget and we get distracted by all the stuff that's going on in our human world. And um, so Leslie and I have found it really, really helpful to remind ourselves and remind each other that we can say yes to spirit. It is a choice. So um, we always start off with a connect the dots, and uh, Leslie loves to connect the dots. <laughs> that so is my favorite time. <laughs> Last time our topic was faith, and this week our theme is a year in review. So uh, let's see if we can get some Connect the Dots theme music happening. Yes. And uh, what kind of Connect the Dots do you have for us this week, Miss Leslie? You know, it's interesting. I, I have a bit of a tease, actually. You know, when you do something like, you know, I'm, uh, they do on cable news and they'll, like, tease some big story, like, five times to keep you tuned in. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a current event that I'm going to talk about here in a bit about my life and review this last year and kind of a um, an exclamation point that has been placed on it in the last three or four days. But I think the connect the dots to faith and my year in review is, is has to do with that exclamation point. And, you know, it, it seems to me that my, my choice is always to face my year in review, my day-to-day, my upcoming year, you know, in a state of faith or in a state of, you know, sheer panic. You know, some people might say fear, but that's not good enough for me. I, I, I go with sheer panic. Um, so uh, so uh, I think it's a pretty, pretty clear connecting that uh, if I have lived my life, my year in faith, that my review will be... Um, very different than if I lived my life in sheer panic. And uh, and I think we're going to see over the next hour that clearly I have lived my year in sheer panic, mostly. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for now. Well, that's great for now. Um, and I'm sure everybody who's listening or who listens to the recording will have their own connected dots between this um, topic of faith, what it means, how we live it, and our conversation today about the year in review. We're going to have a couple of special guests with us today as we talk about the year in review, and um, they'll be joining us throughout the hour today. So please stay tuned. We're going to take a one-minute break, and we will be right back after that break with more of Say Yes to Spirit.
Welcome back. You're listening to Say Yes to Spirit. Thanks so much for joining us today. Every week we have a theme, and we never really know where that theme is going to take us, although maybe today it's a little bit less uh, tricky than some weeks. And we do that so that we can begin the conversation in a place where we are able to um, start thinking about and talking about what does it really mean to say yes to spirit. And so um, because this is uh, the end of a calendar year, we decided to look at the year in review, but not the typical way, like what's the countdown of the top ten music hits of the year, (laughs) but in a way that honors what we're all about, thinking about what changes have spiritual practices made in your life during the past 12 months, what lessons have you learned about allowing God to guide you in your life, what, what worked, and even maybe some of what didn't work, which is all a part of our learning as well, and setting us up for greater success in being spiritually guided in the coming year. So uh, we are, have invited a couple of uh, friends to join us, and before we bring on the first one of those guests, um, Leslie, in your Connect the Dots, you kind of said you had something you really wanted to talk about. So do you want to talk about that and share that story before we bring our guests in or later? Oh, I'll do that a bit later. I'll do that a bit later. But, yes, I'm interested to hear what our guests have to say. (laughs) Okay, so let's do a sound check. Our first guest today is uh, Jeannie Johnson, and I'll tell you a little bit more about her in a minute. But, Jeannie, can you just... Um, say hello and let me know, let me do a sound check with you. Absolutely. Hello, Tracy. Hello, Leslie. Hello, everyone hey. in the listening audience. It's great to be here. <laughs> great. So we've, I've, I've got you coming through loud and clear. Thanks for joining us. If you're not familiar with Jeannie Johnson, you ought to be. Jeannie is... Uh, known by many as the sound masseuse, and I'll let her tell you a little bit more about what that means. Um, But I know Jeannie as a past prayer partner, as a classmate, as someone who I know I can count on to stand in consciousness and to say yes to spirit uh, if I'm forgetting. And, And so she agreed to come and share some of her insights of what's happened for her in this past 12 months as it relates to saying yes to spirit and growing in her spiritual life. So, Jeannie, um, well, let's first do the uh, who are you. Tell, Tell our audience a little bit about yourself and also include what what on earth is a sound masseuse? <laughs> Absolutely. And it, it all actually relates to saying yes to spirit. So the sound masseuse is actually my personal consulting firm. I get to do uh, specialize in affirmative prayer and voice work uh, as it relates to actually helping others to come to a quiet, still place and listen to spirit, to listen to their own inner divinity and allow that to help them heal or move forward in the direction that their life is taking. Um, And for me, this past year in particular, it has meant clearly defining that vision in a practical sense as far as services offered and things along those lines. And, uh, you know, once I put that intention out there to actually move in harmony with the flow of that intention. Oh, I love that. Move in harmony. And how many of us... I'm sorry, Tracy, go ahead. Well, and how many of us are distracted by so much of what's going on? We we know we're not moving in harmony with spirit or with the voice of spirit, but um, I love that phrase, move in harmony. Leslie? No, I was just going to say I feel more spiritual just hearing you talk, Jeannie. I don't, there's something <laughs> about the flow of your voice. It's incredibly, well, you. like, peaceful. I, you know, that's really just... Uh, I could feel the flow of the energy of your spirit coming through your voice really clearly. That's pretty pretty unusual and pretty pretty cool. 
Well, I take that as a high compliment. Uh, it's that time of year when we're all preparing to do our peace vigils and uh, things along those lines. So I've probably been doing a little extra work and anchoring in, in the peace. So thank you, Leslie. I appreciate That's that. So cool. So I have a question, Ms. Jeannie, about um, thinking back to January and now looking <laughs> at December, you know, standing in December, um, what, how would you summarize the, the journey from a spiritual perspective for you over the last 11 and a half months? From a spiritual perspective, the journey, um, well, from from any perspective, I believe the journey has been oddly intense this past year of 2013. And, you know, what's interesting, and I have to say here, is I've had some really awesome spiritual coaching and guidance, I have to say, through you and others uh, through the center. And... I don't know if it was because I set particular intentions for 2013 and I was more aware and mindful of the direction of the year or not, but suffice it to say, it's been intense. And when I say that, I mean, I've, you know, I've gone through things like, you know, defining the business and really uh, getting that to a point of clarity. And, you know, the other end of that spectrum would be having a hysterectomy and moving consciously through that whole process of release and letting go. So it's been intense. And intense is not bad. It is certainly not bad. Yeah, intense can be fun. It's not. I love that. Intense can be fun, yes. (laughs) As long as uh, you, you know, for me, I've had to just allow things to slow as opposed to, uh, you know, wanting to take the wheel. I've had to allow, uh, not only allow spirit to do it, but to be aware. What I've, what's happened is I've become increasingly aware of when I'm trying to take the wheel and when I'm allowing spirit to take the wheel. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just come through, for example, with the business, um, setting the intentions around the business. And this works for anyone. When we set our intentions, whether we take it into prayer or whatever spiritual practice we have of uh, taking our intentions to spirit, Um, once we let it go, um, there's this point after the amen where it's simply a matter of tuning into the flow. And I have an analogy for this if we have time. I'd love to to share it. Yeah, Um, go. Great. So once we set or once I'm going to take this back and make it really personal. Once I've set intentions um, and I've taken it into prayer and I've done my work of really uh, embodying this awareness of this intention and I let it go, it starts to be something like, um, I don't know if you've seen that movie, The Core, but just so everyone knows what I'm talking about, I'm going to relate the part where they, you know, the, the earth, the, the engine in the center of the earth has stopped working and they have to send a team of engineers to the core of the earth and and they get there and they reboot the earth so to speak and on the way back their their uh, their engines are actually out of power so what they have to do to get back to the ocean floor is follow the current in their ship if they notice the current is strong water is flowing really well then that's the path they take through the many different caverns to get them back to the ocean floor where they can be rescued and all that jazz but for me once I've set that intention and put it out there I know absolutely that there is universal movement in in the direction of this intention and when I feel myself you know kind of swept up so to speak or pushed from behind I have a sense of expansion and knowing and that's what I have to listen to to say yes spirit and then there's the other um, where I feel a sense of being shut down and um, not you know really pushing too hard that's the that's the no when I don't like necessarily who I'll become when I say yes then that's the no 
And for me, I recognize this year that even when I say no, I'm actually saying yes to spirit. Yeah, isn't that great? I mean, sometimes the strongest no is really the biggest yes. And there's a there's actually a famous quote that, you know, that basically says that that when you are when you do have a firm no, you are saying yes to something that is stronger. You know, and that's a good checkpoint that I'm not saying no to rebel or I'm not saying no to punish someone else. I'm saying no to say um, and to affirm that which is most important to me. So I love that, and I love the use of the film, The Core, because I think your point is um, very well taken there that once the intention has been set, you can flow with the current and that spirit is actually, you know, the ocean making everything um, flow and float and come together in a way that is very powerful. Um, so, wow, thanks for that. I love that example. And, Jeannie, you played right into my uh, little tease, too, and what you talked about uh, <laughs> letting uh, letting go and... Uh-huh. Uh, you know, being in the moment and the concept of through your physical challenge kind of coming to this point of pure choice and understanding that that pure choice was going to be the thing that either made that experience something that worked to bring you closer to God or, you know, worked to create more difficulty in that physical experience. So good job, Jeannie. I know you don't even understand what the tease is, but way to play the game. (laughs) You know, well, I'm certainly pleased. I can't wait to hear more about your... There you go. Very exciting, isn't it? Can you feel it building up? I'm excited. I, I know what it is, and I'm still excited. I'm sitting here staring at Leslie going, really? I mean, like, really? You're not even going to go into the story now, now that we're all sitting on the edge of our seats wanting to know? Good, because I have another question for for Jeannie. So, Jeannie, I'm curious if there's a link, because um, you've mentioned quite a bit now about your business and how saying yes to spirit has really helped you and guided you this year in that regard. So you created a product called Quantum Prosperity. Wow. I hadn't heard about that. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, am wondering how or if, not so much how, but if guidance from spirit, if saying yes to spirit led to or influenced the choice that that be the product um, that you came out with this year. Right. So that's become a very um, large part of my my product offering is the the CDs, the actual intentional prayerful meditations that I put out. And and no, when I was a young girl, I did not think I was going to grow up and create CDs for people, (laughs) meditation CDs for people. It has actually been a surrender. Um, What I've known and realized through the years is that, um, you know, I do have a, a way of taking things internally uh, into meditation and opening up um, for myself and for others and allowing um, spirit to kind of, without saying I hear voices, but spirit, you know, gives the words. And, and I know it's through spirit when I'm, I'm really inspired to do it. And so packaging that up in the form of meditations and um deep, deep prayerful, I I call it prayerful meditation because I kind of move through the five steps of affirmative prayer treatment throughout the meditation. Um, So so it's it's been an absolute yes to spirit. And the link for more about those CDs is www.thesoundmasseuse.com. It's (laughs) E-U-S-E, thesoundmasseuse.com. Say that one more time, the sound, um, the sound... Masseuse. Masseuse. M-A-S-S-E. Somebody spell that for me. Yeah. M-A-S-E-U-S-E. Affirmative prayer and sacred sound consultant and author Jeannie Johnson. That's fantastic. So they're so the concept of I like that 
that name very much. And also the concept is just you just put the CD in and it kind of guides you through the experience. It, yes. And, and okay. you know, I, I did, I, in listening to my last year's prayer theme was uh, prosperity. And in listening to that and moving through that, what came through were these uh, CDs. And, um, you know, I say it was the prayer theme. Actually, it was more like a craving in my own personal life. And uh, But I did listen for guidance as to what was being called for the most in my life. And it was prosperity. But not just that, a peaceful prosperity. That means, you know, even though I have uh, grown in certain uh, areas in my life, I wanted to spread that in a balanced way to all areas, having a sense of progress in every area simultaneously. And that is what lent the peaceful feeling. So it's, um, you know, I can just say that it's the kind of work that really takes you into a deeper space and and works um, internally and then have that blossom outward into the outer world. That's the way to do it. I read in a book, that's the only real way to change. So, so now you, so you read it in a book, and now you have a role model. <laughs> exactly right. So now I've got number two. Must be true. Must be true. <laughs> so Jeannie, um, you haven't mentioned how you say yes to spirit with your uh, family and in, in your um, personal life, and we're going to go back to families in a minute. But I'm just curious when you look back over 2013. Um, how has spirit guided you, and how have you said yes to spirit in with your family? Wow, so I have uh been married for twenty one years now, and Woo-hoo. I just want you to know that's a spiritual practice <laughs> yes, it is. you look much younger than that you're on your website, Jeannie. you don't look like you could be married that long. Oh, I appreciate that people people you know I get that a lot, but when you get closer to me, you can see these silvers that I have <laughs> there you, you know there you go. <laughs> moving through my hairline now, and uh you know I can say. That's wisdom, and my family has gotten me there, too. So I have three brilliant, beautiful young ladies that I'm helping raise, you know, very consciously as as possible. And, and sometimes I forget who's teaching who with these three because they're, they're old souls, I think. Um, but saying yes to family first has been, um, is always a challenge for me because I want to make sure that they are um, just loved up. I don't I don't have professional or, or better terms for that. I just want to make sure that they know that my their presence in my life is so valuable to me. And so I want to relate that in loving ways as a reflection of how I show up and the presence that I am in their life. So for me, um, when I've, I've been enjoying the sound issues and this work so much, I've had to constantly remind myself to keep the balance. You know, I, I don't, I'm not the only one reminding myself. My girls come and tell me, um, so are you ready to go to this event or not? <laughs> so they, they always make sure that I keep them first too. Um, but, yeah, it's a balancing act as it is for most, I think. Yeah, and I I think um, one of the reasons I wanted to to even bring that up is because so many people are challenged by saying yes to spirit. They think they have to, like, make a choice. It's either family or it's either my dream or my intention or it's my job. And, you know, I can only kind of do one thing. And I don't believe in this idea of, you know, superwoman who does everything no. But I think when you're grounded in spirit and you follow that guidance, you find the right proportion at the right time and that you are realizing you're not doing it all by yourself. And um, and I just know, I know how you have, I have watched you um, choose family when you needed to choose family. And I've watched you this year do what you've shared already really listen to spirit for guidance about what do you do from the business perspective when that's growing, such a growing energy in you and that you didn't ever turn your back on either one, you know. No, there was, yeah, excuse me. No, go ahead. 
I really value and appreciate what you're saying because I think initially there was a little bit of internal conflict there until, you know, I kind of got that, you know, the old cosmic two-by-four um, where I got a strong sense of there's no this or that. This is my whole life, and spirit is all about life and yeah. living every aspect of my life. So, so yeah, that's, that's – it's – that intensity has been sweet. How's that? Wisdom. I like the whole. I like the whole. Whole. Yeah, and and that whole yeah. and holy. Exactly. Like it's spirits in all parts of my life. Really? Imagine that. <gasps> How right? could that be? At the same time. <laughs> and we forget, and we sometimes separate our spirituality, our spiritual life, thinking, okay, that means I go to church on Sunday and I'm, you know, really paying attention, and then forget about spirit the rest of the the rest of the week. So yeah, I love that, Jeannie. You know, spiritual. I avoid that by working at churches. <laughs> oh yeah, you have spent some time working at churches. Uh, that is true. <laughs> That is true. So if you had some advice for someone who um, who was curious about how they could say yes to spirit and how or how saying yes to spirit would help them in their lives, what advice would you give them? Well, I can just say that for me, the process, It is a process, and we gradually evolve in our ability to say yes to spirit. But for me, it started with an awareness, Um, you know, just intentionally being aware and listening uh, for spirit's life and guidance in my life. So um, just awareness, paying attention to your, 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 yeses where your spirit dances and and revels when you have the opportunity to say yes and paying attention to where you feel um shut down or shrinkage um when when you are about to say yes when you when you maybe ought to think about saying no (laughs) (laughs) and you use that word intention several times we had a show not long ago on intentions and um, in the work that I do with the women in the jail, we always set intentions. And I just love that idea that it sounds like your year in review, you have been very intentional. And um, until we become intentional, you know, we're just kind of like a ship without a rudder. That was not mm-hmm. my saying, but I'm going to act like it was. But, you know, we have to have that intention. And um, we're going somewhere. And uh, we're always, So if we don't set the intention, if we don't take the control that we do have, which is over our own thoughts and our own self, right, then uh, then we're going to go in a direction outside of ourselves. So I love Absolutely. that word it several times. Yeah. And, and, and intention has, it, for me, intention is what, brings our choices to life. We can we can be aware of something and, and then, you know, make a choice about something, but until we really set an intention around that choice, it's just a whimsical kind of notion that we have. But intention really brings it to life. That's right. That's right. Sets it. Laser lights it. Laser lights it versus Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, if you look at your spiritual practice on a daily basis, Jeannie, mm-hmm. do you have a daily spiritual practice or do you have a mm-hmm. certain type of spiritual practice that you do once a week that really resonates with you? We're always looking at different spiritual practices, and I love hearing what people do daily, weekly, whatever your routine is to kind of keep that connection sparkly. Well, for me, I've had a constant uh, prayer life and, and affirmative prayer work. Uh, lately, though, I have started combining toning, which is um, using the voice to elongate vowel sounds usually, but sounds of, you know, the names of God. People have, um, you know, I, I don't know if I could say Greg Braden's name, but he, he's mentioned, uh, you know, ah sound and those those God code uh, vowel sound. So I've started to incorporate those vowel sounds, just elongating the vowel and listening for the harmonics. Um, and this is where, you know, 
for us, we have sound, and then we have the harmonics that kind of gives us a unique sound. So I've been doing that after prayer. After I come to a place of affirming my good, of of absolutely allowing that good to expand through my consciousness, then I'll tone it, which vibrationally anchors it just a little more into my being. So I've I've started a practice of that every day. And and so far I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Now say that again. What cuz my my favorite author next to Oprah and Deepak Chopra and Eckhart Tolle, last name Dyer, I can't remember his first name right now, but he uh, talks about that very thing, the, is it the I am, the toning? What, say that one more time so I can do more research for myself on that. So if you've, if you've heard folks chant the own sound, um, okay. you know, the Sanskrit original sound usually is what it's referred to, and, and they kind of stretch out the O, sometimes adding the ah in there with it, and then coming to a, a more fuller vibration with the M at the ending of the word or the sound and even at the beginning before we open back up into the ohm. So toning is just literally that part of holding and stretching out that vowel sound. And when we do that, we'll naturally become aware that we aren't just making um, the main um, the main sound of the O. We also will have, um, like if you have a guitar string and you pluck the string, you have like a C note. Well, the string is also vibrating in such a way that, you know, there are higher harmonics, like a, you may get an E or an F in there as well. So those are the harmonics. And those are what make each sound unique. This is why we can start to say uh, sound is a carrier of consciousness. It's not just the, the, the flat note that we say or listen to. It's actually a whole lens or soundscape of other sounds that are going on along with that. So I've uh, added that. To thank you for that <laughs> reminder. Thank you for that reminder. I needed that, Jeannie. Thank you. And this is why Jeannie is the sound masseuse. You're talking about that all day. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, maybe sometime in a few weeks, um, we maybe could do an entire show on toning toning and how sound is is usable as a spiritual practice. I love that. So, uh, but our time for this morning is just about up. So. Um, I want to thank you, Jeannie, for sharing what's going on with you and for sharing it in a way that actually helps me and Leslie and everybody who who listens to today's show to really tap into what it means to say yes to spirit. Thanks so much. I've thoroughly enjoyed you both, well, all of you, the the extended listening audience as well. We're all one in this, and I have appreciated having an opportunity to talk to you. Great. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Take care. Wow. Wow. That was a wow. I like that. Yes. And I'm not going to tell my story yet, though. Do we have someone else who wants to talk? I'm, I'm waiting for someone else's story to, you know, continue to build my story. I have I have a feeling that it will. <laughs> we have to have this camera. Chasey just looks at me with such adoration and affirming. You're such a positive influence in my life, Tracy. It is very interesting. But because we do have another guest, uh, I'm not even going to go there. With this, <laughs> this, how is spirit guiding you to, like, just keep dropping the build, seeds? Build, right? build, This better be a really good story, really right? You're building the Man. anticipation. You're in review. Bam. <laughs> big story, big story. So our second guest today is Cece Williams, and um, Cece Williams is a um, bright light in the world, Indeed. someone who is committed to inspiring as well as educating our next generation, and um, one of the things that is most noticeable, I think, about Cece is if you get to know her, her commitment to her own spiritual growth and her commitment to her spiritual community really stand out. And so 
I'm um, really interested. I really have no idea what she might share with us about her year in review from a spiritual perspective, but I'm really interested to hear it. So let's first do a sound check. Cece, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me just fine? Can hear you great, nice and clear. That's great. That is like the first check on the checklist. (laughs) Can we hear them? All right. And so uh, first, thank you for agreeing to come and, and share with us knowing that, um, you know, lots of other people would hear what you have to say, too. So (laughs) So let's start with just a general question, and that is um, over the last 11 to 12 months, are there one or two things that really stand out for you as the proof that spirit is alive in your life and that you've been saying yes to spirit? Well, um, I would have to say one of the things that's recently started sending out for me is um, when I do my affirmative prayer treatments uh, for myself or for others, I have been seeing almost immediate results. Wow. (laughs) And, yeah, and that's just really, I know it works, but sometimes it's a little kind of like, oh, my God, it really worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, wow, I didn't know I had such power. <laughs> That's cool. Um, the other thing that has stood out is my ability to stand calmly in the craziest situations at work. Being an uh, elementary school teacher and some of the things we have experienced at my school, um, pulling, you know, pulling, like, uh, over during the, gosh, I don't remember, it might have been, summer or early fall, we heard what sounded like gunshots near our school and oh. had to pull kids back inside during dismissal and get on the floor. And um, really pulling on spirit at that point in time to calm down and just be a presence and a, of calmness, um, I, it really is one place that I just know that it was there. <laughs> I didn't even have to really think too hard. I just knew I was like able to calm now. Of course, I panicked after I left. But <laughs> um, at the moment with the students, being calm and being there as a beacon of light for them was super important. I love that example because I know for me, one of the things that happens a lot is in the moment of conflict or chaos or crisis, I I can be really calm. Mm -hmm. And I think it is a combination of of skill and training and definitely knowing that, oh, it's it's all going to be all right because nothing can happen outside the circle of God. At the same time, yeah, an hour later, a day later, once the situation has been, you know, one step removed, I love that you added. And then I fell apart later. You know, it's kind of like the human part of me grasps the whole, you know, what was going on, and the human part of me can't understand it. And so the human part of me goes a little crazy, and then I have to pull, reel it back in. Exactly. So I love that. Cece, you said you're an elementary school teacher. One of my uh, CC stories, because uh, I volunteered with CC over the last few years, and I, I'll never forget. I, I I will misquote you, but I really <laughs> remember uh, hearing you talk about how you know that your spiritual life comes across to your kids in an energetic form in terms of keeping sort of a calmness within the classroom. You know, of course, you're not sitting out there talking about spirit, but you, act, you, you, you are conscious of your spiritual experience while you're with your children, and you had noticed that that consciousness on your part affected their energy. Am yes. I close? and that's, that's a pretty close quote. I have to say, you're really good. <laughs> How about that? But talk about um, that. You think that I think that you know it does ripple out from us, and for you to be conscious of that with small children, I think is just phenomenal. 
Well, and see, the thing I've learned, and I have a double master's in psychology, so the other thing I know about is how energy affects other people. And my own life has been a experimentation playground, so to speak, of how other people's energy have affected me. So I think I'm super hyper aware, if you want to call it that, of my energy and knowing how it affects. So in the classroom, I still see um, that if I get anxious, if I get a little bit stressed, it transmutes to my students and the outcomes I get are uh, definitely outcomes I don't, definitely reflecting back to me what state of mind I'm in at the moment. Um, and it's it's a balance. It's some days are easier than others, quite frankly. Sure. <laughs> there are there are some days that I'm able to just you know keep the tone uh, much more peaceful and calm, and then there are days that I'm just like, okay, you know what? I give up right now because I'm not there, and I'm not going to get us there. <laughs> <laughs> But you're conscious. Um, Either way, I love that. You know, at least you're conscious of it. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, I, you know, sometimes I have to remember, okay, wait a minute. These are kids. This is how kids do because I forget that they're kids. Right. Because um, I get used – because I do connect with them. I think I connect with all of my students on different levels. And um, – Sometimes I think they're a little confused how Miss Cece knows stuff, and um, I do. I know, you know, and I'll question them about things that I'm picking up from them. And um, sometimes I find out more information than I wanted to know. But um, again, I feel like that spirit's prompting and, and pushing to go there and help that kid. And you know, remember that my light will one day they'll remember me. <laughs> they'll remember all the lessons that I taught non-verbally and verbally. Um, at least that's my hope and dream. <laughs> and even if they don't remember your name, they'll remember the uh-huh. what you instilled in them during their year with you. Exactly. So exactly. what do you do with your spiritual practice that allows you to continue to be conscious and to grow your own consciousness about saying yes to spirit? Um, One of the commitments I've made to myself starting probably about a year ago, which was in the beginning of the year, maybe a little bit before then, was I made a conscious decision to um, attend every Wednesday night series class as a spiritual practice. For a year? Uh, Well, indefinitely. Wow. Are you walking through walls yet, Cece? Not yet. I can't That's wait true. until I do, though. <laughs> I can't. I see, see. So Cece knows it's possible. See, she's a believer. I love it. Good I girl. know it's possible. I just need go, to figure out how to make those molecules. Sure. Way to go, Cece. So how has that been, making that a practice? Um, some, most, mm, let me start over. Most of the time it's pretty easy. Um, when it gets busier at work or busy at, during the holiday season, it becomes a lot tougher to uh, make those classes. And I have to say, November was a horrible month for me. I was seemingly fighting all kinds of um, stuff, probably germs I picked up from the kids. Um, and so on Wednesdays, I typically rest a little bit more. Uh, just so I could get through the rest of the week before the holidays. Um, but I have I have just have been in some amazing classes, and one of the classes that stuck out, stuck out to me was The Intuitive Way by Penny Pierce, I believe that's the name. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always been intuitive, but one of the things that I've been able to do is tap, really tap into that and really listen from that part of me, and I think what I've come to the decision on is that that is a spiritual practice because 
spirit tell, insinuates feelings or thoughts or even words can come to mind if we're paying attention. And that's my sign. That's, you know, the, the I don't remember the lady who wrote the book um, about the signs. I'm looking for a sign. Oh, yeah. Sign kind of that we have her yeah. come and speak and she did the yes. workshop. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we get our signs a lot through impressions or through um, gut feelings. And if we're paying attention to them, that sign is very visible. But if we're not listening, then we're not, we don't know that that's our sign. And um, that's been a very good spiritual practice for me because sometimes when I'm teaching and I'm up in the middle of the class, I feel like, wait a minute, I need to stop and go back. And um, I'll feel impressed to point out certain kids and say, did you understand what I was talking about? Well, in reality, they want to tell me yes, but I know that it's no. And so I'll look at them and say, so you're telling me you completely understand. Could you reteach it, please? And they're like, oh, I I really don't understand. Okay, great. (laughs) We're going to go back to the basics. Well, in that case, no, I have no idea what you just said. Yes. (laughs) So um, I'm able to use that on a daily basis and just really tune in and listen. And and I think that, again, like Jeannie said, is about awareness. And I would like you, uh, I would like to thank you for playing the uh, tease game because there you go. There's the uh, final piece of my story that will be uh, revealed here in a moment in well, terms of you, fine, wow, fine. Yes. Way to go, Cece. Way to go, Cece. <laughs> and I was just getting ready to ask. I was getting ready to ask Leslie. So does this, does what you have to share have anything? <laughs> to do with being a sign <laughs> that you intuitively could relate. crazy? She, she said that. I, I didn't tell you to say that, did I, Cece? No, no, you didn't. I didn't, like, <laughs> email her or text her and say to say that. So um, so I so I will tell my story now because I want to hear what Cece has to say about it. And may I say, Cece, I didn't know you had a double master's in psychology. Now I'm a little bit more scared to be around you now that I know you have that psychology oh. back. I don't like <laughs> I don't like intuitive people that know psych stuff. That's a little scary combination. But, it's um, actually kind of a cool combination. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Um, so my year in review, I think I said on a show not too long ago that I feel like I've lived my life backwards, that I was far more spiritual and more in tune than um, <clears throat> when I was young, 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 than I feel like I am now. And... Um, in terms of spiritual practice for a year in review, I've had none. Thank you. Um, I've had starts and stops. I've had beginnings and failures. Well, let's not let's not say failures. Let's just I say, was going to say failures. Let's just say begin starts and stops. That's that sounds that sounds more positive. And um, and I've been I've kind of had that third eye watching myself run amok, and it's been entertaining at times, but it's you know been a bit overwhelming. And I've had some. Um, Fabulous external things happen in my life in terms of having uh, a more physical safe spot in my life and having more of a, you know, I, I love that term flotation device and, and having um, connection with spirit in human form in ways that I've never had before. So that's all been very, very, very positive. But in terms of those, you know, spiritual practice that really makes me who I am at the core, um, they've been missing. And one thing that I have always known about my life is that my physical body is an outpicturing of my emotional well-being. And I constantly find uh, judgment and um, become quite verbal in my uh, 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 helping people that become sick or unwell or something happens to them physically. I encourage them to say, what's that about emotionally? What are you, you know, not doing? So uh, Saturday evening at about 1 o'clock in the morning, I I took a bit of a fall. I fell down my front steps, and I uh, have never experienced physical pain. It's been 28 years since I've been to a doctor. I don't get sick. I don't have physical pain. I don't – that just is not part of my reality. And I I thought I was dying. (laughs) And I immediately did my, like, Louise Hay thing where I stood up and said, I am perfectly fine. My body is healed. I am whole. And I'm, like, feeling something in my – and it's like, it's horrible. And I'm walking around, and I'm talking to my uh, nephew at the time, and I'm 
telling him to Google, what do I do, my ankle, you know, because I had no idea. So he's Googling, and so I drive to the 7-Eleven to get the ice, to get the ibuprofen. And so uh, yesterday I found out that, five or six days later, I found out that my foot is broken. And um, last night I had a session with a client, 17-year-old client, and at the end of the session, she was talking about my foot, and I said, well, you know, it's really an interesting thing, because philosophically, I believe, you know, there's some internal something going on that this is a manifestation of, and I just need to kind of figure it out. And I've, I've been thinking about it, and I've been looking up Louise Hay and trying to find some intricate, really, you know, deep, meaningful something. And this little 17-year-old girl goes, oh, well, that must mean you broke inside. Oh! <laughs> oh! She, what is she? Where did that come from? And uh, so I thought, like you, CC. Well, you can mute CC now. <laughs> no, I'm not muting CC. Spirit. Okay, possibly. And uh, so, so, and again, I have this. I have a lot to be grateful for. I have insurance. I have support system. I have you know all sorts of things to focus on. And I've just been in pretty much sheer panic. <laughs> since Saturday at 1 o'clock. And um, as I was driving here, I stopped at my little local 7-Eleven where I get my coffee and my muffin every morning, and I've done that for three years. And I've never even heard the radio on. So do you see the first little tidbit was the physical thing when we said that with uh, Jeannie earlier and having to stay in the here and now and the physical bringing, being a reminder to come back to spirit? So here comes the sign. Do I, should I spell it out like that? Is it better? So uh, I walk into the 7-Eleven, and um, all I can hear is the radio. And it's playing this song that, um, I don't know the name of it, but the chorus is, I want to live like that. And it talks about um, being a reflection of Jesus. It's a Christian song, being a reflection of Jesus, and, and that everything in my life um, reflects who I am and that being in, you know, in the song, it's a, it, again, it has a Christian tent, but um, being spirit, and so I pull away from, you know, specifically one entity, but being spirit. And when I was doing a class at CSL uh, years ago, we had to write our obituary and what we would want done at our funeral. And I chose that song to be sung at my funeral and that I wanted that to be my life. And... In that flash of a moment this morning, I realized, you know, here's your sign. And I have a, I am at my point of choice. Yes. And, you know, this is my year in review and my opportunity to start again. And I can look at this little, little tiny inconvenience. You know, I don't have to make it this big dramatic, it will never, you know. (laughs) It's a choice, right? It's a choice. So. So anyway, so I'm excited about having this uh, opportunity to see where this goes, and I'm seeing it as uh, as a sign from spirit to 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 reconnect and to regain that sort of spiritual practice that I have uh, not had this last year. Yes, and I can also add that um, I, I've got Louise Hay stuff that I look up all the time whenever I don't feel well, and one of the things about the ankle is about moving forward in your life. Really? Yes, it is. Wow. That's right. So I think the combination of the young woman saying that definitely the obvious is that you're broken inside your skin because the ankle is broken um, and moving forward and going that next step is really what you're looking at and it's that's your sign. <laughs> That is so cool, Cece, and look at that. She knew that. I love that. Love that. That's because she has a <laughs> double master's in psychology and intuition. There you go. Love it. So, Cece, it's... She doesn't want me to use it on her. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's, it's so powerful. I mean, what you shared earlier about how our own spiritual energy and spiritual commitment affects others, you know, whether it's our students in the classroom, the people we volunteer with, or, you know, other people we live with, 
and interact with, it's always happening, always happening. So I love that you can see the uh, the difference from the commitment to go to Wednesday night classes, um, that you're seeing a powerful impact with your spiritual mind treatments and affirmative prayer. It's like, wow. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to say yes to spirit, either they don't think they know how or they don't know if it will make a big, powerful, positive difference in their lives. What would you say to them? Well, I would say, and this will be the obvious, but I would say the first step is saying yes. So just saying yes and showing up in the world as you and who you are and how you express yourself is really saying yes to spirit. Um, So I would say be you, um, and every chance you have to say yes to, um, you know, and for each person it's different. For me, it's uh, being aware of how my actions reflect in the world and how my words also reflect in the world um, Mm -hmm. and how I interact with my family. but, you know, one of the things I, and I'll just briefly say, I used to have a lot of turmoil in conversations with my dad. And one of the things I've noticed in the past year is I don't have conflict when I talk to him. Now, do I talk to him about conflicting stuff? No. <laughs> but I'm being wise. <laughs> I am not bringing up conflict topics. Um, but even just my interaction with him has become more peaceful and loving and I think that's largely in part because my choice is just constantly say yes and so even if you think you're not on the right path or if you think you're not on the right wherever you're supposed to be in life find what works for you and just say yes to it and keep saying yes because the more you say yes the more um, revelation you'll eventually have love that love that it's practical and Um, I think you're right. And I especially love that you added that comment that each one of us may have our own unique path, our own unique way of, if we say yes to spirit, Mm -hmm. love truly as ourselves and not, you know, what someone else expects. And that is a gift to the world as well. Exactly. You You were a very good co-guest host there, Cece. Way to show up and be spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So our time is just about up for today's episode of uh, Say Yes to Spirit. I want to especially thank Jeannie and Cece for sharing with us and helping us think about our own year in review. Cece, any quick closing comments? We have about 10 seconds. No, but thank you so much for uh, having me today. I really appreciate it. Ah, You're welcome. It was our pleasure. So uh, please, if you are um, looking for some inspiration or reminders about how to say yes to spirit, just go to uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash YTS. There are over 180 shows that you can listen to (laughs) on different topics. And check out the schedule for our upcoming shows as we go into the new year. Until we meet again, say yes to spirit. spirit.